Wes, it's been a great year for you guys. Obviously, Wimbledon, the highlight. When you look back on that, what stands out? Well, I think holding the trophy at the end of... Uh, of, of the two weeks, um, I think the absolute highlight, like you said, is um, is Wimbledon, uh, winning Wimbledon. Um, I think it was a major goal of us to to win a Grand Slam. Obviously, last year we um, we won three Master titles, but the, the goal this year was to win at least one uh, one Grand Slam, which we did in uh, Neil's home uh, home country, which makes it extra special, I guess. Um, so yeah, playing for uh, for full house every match was uh, was uh, an unbelievable unbelievable experience. Um, atmosphere was uh, was very good. Um, personally, it was the first time on court one and center court, so that was also a goal of mine to uh, to at least play there once in my in my career. And um, yeah, I think we uh, had an incredible two weeks, and um, yeah, lifting the trophy in the end was uh, yeah definitely the highlight of the year so far. Neil, what will you be telling your grandchildren about that fortnight at Wimbledon? Yeah, I mean, it, it obviously all came together. Uh, like Wes said, it was uh, something that we wanted to do at the start of the year. It was one of our goals. Um, but yeah, it seemed like everything aligned for the, them two weeks. We'd been playing well throughout the year. Um, and yeah, it just uh, like I said, we, we started to kind of put things together. We'd been working hard in practice. We had a, um, a good grass court season. We won Hitogenbosch, um, lost in the semifinals of, of Queens. Um, and then... We took a week off to prepare for Wimbledon because we know it's a Grand Slams are a, a hard slog. Um, but yeah, like I said, in the in the future, I'll be telling my grandkids all about them experiences. It was obviously nice to have family there watching in the in the box. Um, but yeah, it's not not very often you get to play in Wimbledon finals. Um, and yeah, it's, it was great to tick off the the Grand Slam with Wesley. Um, and hopefully, we can go for more in the future. What did it mean? in terms of the pressure I mean home players at slams they either feel it or they feed off it did, did you find the experience changing as the tournament went on I mean going into the, the event we were the I think we were the number one seeds anyway so there's all, always pressure um, and playing in your, your home grand slam um, you have the, the fan support but you also have um, people wanting you to win and having more pressures um, having more people want, wanting tickets more people wanting to watch um, so it can be quite stressful during the Grand Slam uh, during the two weeks but I think it was, everything kind of went so smoothly um, we were playing well which always helps uh, we didn't really lost one set uh, throughout the, the two weeks um, against Behar and Pavlasek um, so it, that was a massive match for us to come through after going down the, uh, losing the first set um, but yeah I mean going into that final I, 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 for me I wasn't nervous at all I don't know about Wesley I can't speak for him but it was one of those things we, we were playing Granola Zabayos another good team we had lost to them previously twice before so I thought there was no kind of no pressure on us we, we can kind of just um, swing from our hips uh, I thought the pressure was on them because they'd won pre the two previous um, quarterfinals of this at the, the French Open so um, and also I'd, I'd played on centre court a couple of times before which is, obviously helps um, I know Wesley it was his first time on court one for the semi-final and um, his first time on centre um, but we both handled the situation uh, very well and very uh, very happy to be walking away with the, the Grand Slam trophy and Wesley was it nervous was it nerve-wracking for the final no it was actually alright I think um yeah, like like Neil said. I mean, I've been once in the stands, uh, never played on it. Um, also, never been, never did the walk towards the center court. And uh, yeah, no, it was a special feeling when the doors opened. Um, Neil was telling me 
uh, go left, go left. Okay, I'll, I'll walk to the left because obviously <laughs> they changed the, the layout of the, the entrance <laughs> at center court. Um, so now I think from the first point on, I was I was in it. Um, so no, I wasn't really nervous. I think we were both very confident going in that match. Um, basically, we had like just like Neil said, we had nothing to lose. We lost the two previous encounters against them. Um, and I think yeah, from the first game on, I think it felt right. Um, I think we both served unbelievable. We had very good returning games in there, and um, yeah, in the end, it could have actually been. Um, I think we had a couple of break points to go 5-2 up in the second even so no, I think overall it was just an unbelievable match from us from, from ball one so no I wasn't that nervous I felt more nervous in, the, in, in other matches When you walk out onto the centre court at Wimbledon you walk under the two lines of Rudyard Kipling's poem If if you could meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same were you aware of that? Did it have an impact on you? Or walking no, past I, the trophies? I, it's, uh, I looked a bit around but I was basically a bit in myself at that time I think um, just focused but yeah obviously I looked around because I've never I've, I've seen pictures and, and footage of people walking on the centre course so you look around it's very shiny everything with all the trophies and um, so yeah no, I did have a little look around and also what, um, what you just said the sentence up there um, no it's an, yeah, it's an impressive feeling to be walking uh, to be able to walk out on that court and um, yeah like I said I think we started the match super well um, so the whole experience from locker room towards uh, uh, yeah, walking off the court um, was unbelievable. Let's just talk about your year. It's your second year together as a pair. Very different year to last year in the sense that last year you won seven titles. This year, so far, just won the two, but uh, you've won a slam. How has it been different for you this year, Wes? Um, I think, it's, yeah, obviously last year we started playing together in January. Nobody really knew what to expect from us um, how we obviously they knew us individually how we play but they didn't know us how we play as a team and what tactics we will use and yeah we went obviously on a, on a hot streak right from the start I think the first 12, 13, 14 matches or something we, we won until we lost the train open in the quarters uh, after that I think every two, 250 ATP we played we won except for the last one um, so yeah we just yeah um, uh, let's say ride the wave and, and came up with unbelievable results and then yeah I think in the beginning of the year um, we had to switch a little bit um, maybe the way how we played because obviously everything is online now you can watch so much footage of our, our game style and our tactics and what we use or what we do on court so I think people but the other teams kind of knew a little bit what to expect a little bit more than last year so yeah we had a talk a little bit after I think after Rotterdam um, yeah, to see um, what we had to change. Um, felt we were defending a little bit too much our number one spot in the world instead of just going out there and uh, basically attack the lead like we did last year. Uh, so we changed that a little bit, changed tactics a little bit. Um, won't say what, but we changed a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, just maintained a good um, uh, attitude on the practice court, practice hard, that, that always was there. And so yeah, I think the only thing is, um, and communication, I think we, we improved a, a bit on the court and also off the court. So all those things um, worked. And yeah, like I said, we, need to, we needed to work a little bit harder for, uh, to maintain that status. And I think Dodi Krajicek now are um, doing the same a bit. I mean, they're playing unbelievable well. Um, so now we are uh, trying to, uh, to uh, attack their lead and um, hopefully uh, finish on top of them after Turin. Neil, as we get towards Turin, um can you go back to the beginning of the year and just talk about how it felt different 
having all those ranking points to defend, being the the hunted rather than the hunters, which you'd been the year before? Yeah, I think Wesley um, touched on it a little bit. Uh, as you said, we were at the start of this year, we were the, the number ones. Everyone was kind of um, in our situation last year. And we were the ones that want, everyone was playing free against us. Uh, where we well, well, last year, we were the ones that were playing free. Um, we were kind of just kind of riding that wave, playing free, um, enjoying our practices um, and going into matches thinking we weren't having too many big expectations. Um, and then obviously things changed as our season went on last year um, there was an opportunity to get to world number one and finish the, the season one so that's what we, we that's what we did and ended up doing um, and at the start of this year uh, starting the year number one and I thought we just thought we were playing a little bit too defensive trying to defend um, the number one spot um, and we weren't being ourselves on the court so we like Wes said we, we spoke about it um, changed things up a little bit um, not too much because what we did in the past was working um, and yeah, we're just trying to keep everything fresh because we don't want it to get stale. Um, and now we've obviously we've won Hertogenbosch and Wimbledon, and we're late on in the season now with only uh, Vienna, Paris, and Turin to play. Um, but there's a lot of points to be had. Um, I think Dodik Krajček are only 100 or 200 points ahead of us in the race. Um, so we're looking to kind of catch them and um, try and defend our number one spot at the end of the year because um, that's another goal that we, we set at the start of the year is to, to keep that number one spot. So how did you go about making sure you didn't get stale? What did you do that was different to refresh the challenge? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we were um, we maybe changed some stuff up in practice rather than doing the same things. Um, we would... Um, obviously Ken came on board as well um, Ken started travelling with us a lot more especially me um, and he kind of brought a, a new kind of um, edge to the practices and our, our teamwork um, it's odd for someone to bring something new when he's your brother and he yeah. played doubles with him for years yeah but I think it's just it's nice to kind of keep everything fresh um, obviously I, I wasn't travelling he wasn't travelling with me last year um, so it's good to have a, a stable coach with me week in week out now um, but yeah the practice have been good keeping it light hearted but also obviously focused at the same time um, and yeah just kind of um, yeah the, I think communication is also a key thing we were sometimes not not talk not not, not that we weren't talking on the on the bench but it was it can it can be quite silent um, but we, we just needed to open up a little bit more have our own feelings and just let each other know that how we we're feeling on the court um, and then yeah once we ironed that out which was didn't take long um, that's what we did and, and also I think we, we've taken a few more weeks off this year um, we haven't played as many 250s um, we've, we've had a better schedule but that, of, that's because we've, we know what tournaments we're going to be playing because of our ranking it's a little bit more difficult when you're a little bit lower down and you don't know what, what, where you're going to play each week and where you're going to get in um, but yeah it's just Keeping, keeping the mind fresh, keeping the body fresh, um, letting ideas bounce off each other um, and yeah, basically having no egos in the team. Let's talk about some of the teams you've played against this year. Um, Wes, you mentioned Dodig and Krajcek. Did you expect them to be the, the main challengers this year or did they sadly come from nowhere? Um, it's always an interesting thought in the beginning of the year which teams are going to do well and not... Um, we actually made we actually made a list of teams we thought are going to be into Turin. We did it every year. Uh, and how accurate I, have yeah, you been so far? Terrible. Um, <laughs> so it's always it's always um, 
Yeah, it's always a tough thing to, to really think what teams are going to do well um, in doubles. So many things can happen, obviously. But um, I think Dodi Krajic last year already had an unbelievable end of the season, um, winning a lot of um, a lot of titles, making a lot of finals. I mean, obviously, we played finals against them in Paris in the Masters. Um, so yeah, I think they were on our radar that they were going to do very well, um, which they have been doing. I mean, last year they made the final of the of the French Open. This year they won it. Um, so we yeah just lost a very close encounter against them in in Beijing, with with some very high level tennis. So I think they are um, yeah we expected them. They were on my list. I think they were on everyone's list on the, in the top eight. So no, they've been doing incredibly well. Um, and yeah, it's nice to go neck on neck, like um, head to head with with them um, towards the end of the season. So yeah, like we said, hopefully we can um, we can beat them in um, in in Turin. Um, hopefully we'll play against each other in the semis or in the final. Um, and then yeah, there's so many other teams which are very very close. Um, I think yeah, so far this year we've been the most consistent two teams. Um, but I think we have um, again four different Slam winners. So everything is uh, is super close and um, so many good teams out there. Um, and um, yeah, let's see what what Turin brings. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a nice a nice event again, just like last year uh, with one probably one Aussie pair in there if they if they make it in the end. So um, yeah, a lot of points, a lot of money for grabs there. And um, yeah, like we said, hopefully we can uh, come out on top in the end of the year, which is certainly uh, certainly was our goal. Neil, who was on your list and? How many of them are still together? Because I'm sure some of the pairs you nominated probably split up in the middle of the year. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong there. Uh, I think I think I've got three or four correct. Um, similar to Wes, I think he's got three or four. Uh, but it's not over yet. There's still a few more weeks for some teams to qualify. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a good year. Obviously, Austin and um, Dodig have, have had an amazing year so far. Uh, but then there's been obviously a few other teams that not not it's not surprising, but um, they are very good tennis players, so they um, they've earned the right to be in there. Obviously, Bapana and Ebden they've had a great year together. Yeah, they're the surprise pair, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're obviously very good tennis players. Um, Bob has been around a long time. He's he's been at the the, ga- the top of the game for a long time. Ebden winning Wimbledon last year with Purcell. Um, so yeah, it just obviously if things if the things if they gel together, we, you, you don't know what you're going to expect when they start playing at the start of the year. Um, then you got. Roger Vaslin and Santi Gonzalez, um, Molteni Gonzalez. Um, the list. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, who thought Kubler and Hijikata would win Australian Open at the start of the year? Um, so I think they're kind of waiting around to see if they're going to sneak in in the number eight eight spot at the moment. Uh, I guess it all depends on where Joan Raji finish. Um, but yeah, Joan Raji winning the U.S. Open again and third time in a row. There's um, I think everyone could have predicted that. The uh, they they always seem to find a way. Um, we did, we did expect it. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. We did call that at the start of the year that um, in Australia that they would win the U.S. Open. So yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting few weeks to see who qualifies in um, in seven and eight. Um, but yeah, whoever qualifies is going to be they're going to uh, they'll have earned it, and it's going to be a yeah a tricky. Um, Turin. I mean, everyone there. There's going to be a. Um, it's going to be good matches, um, difficult matches. Um, so, but, but Turin is. It was my first year playing there, and it was unbelievable week. So hopefully we can uh, put in another good performance and go a couple steps further than last year. So looking forward to next year. Yeah. I mean, it's an Olympic year. Have either of you been under pressure to play with a uh, one of your own national 
players. Um, I've been asked a few times already in the beginning of the year. Um, so no, obviously, I mean, it's, yeah, we have we had several years previous um, that there was not really many options and many choices. It was basically just Royer and Hase in the um, in the previous years, and um, yeah, now we have a bunch of uh, good doubles players, and also with uh, with Talon and Botic, actually two um, two players who know how to play doubles. Um, we played against them a few times, and it's always tough opponents. So, yeah, I think the list is uh, I think we have around six six players so far. Um, but yeah, I've been asked a few times. Obviously, if you're top ten, then you are a uh, wanted person because you can get in with anyone. Um, so yeah, but no, there's no uh, no talks yet with Federation and uh, Olympic Committee in, in Holland but um, I think that will be decided a bit by also by ranking obviously um, I think it's after the French Open I think the deadline is so we have to yeah have to see what um, what couples we can come up with but um, yeah certainly I'm looking forward to uh, to play there I mean it's interesting if you look at the if you're looking for a partner and it's an Olympic year, it makes sense to play with somebody from your own country. But would you want to break up a successful team just to play with somebody from your own country for one tournament when you'll probably play with that person anyway and you may have played with them before? No, personally not. I don't think so. I mean, it's only... In the end, OK, it's Olympics. Uh, it's an incredible event to play and to obviously do well and win. But no, I think to, to break up a successful partnership to just go and play with um, uh, with personally then with a, with a Dutch guy just um, until there and then yeah maybe then you have to switch back to something else but then your original partner is maybe sticking with someone else so now it's too much of a of a change so um, I've been part of the Davis Cup for the last of the Davis Cup team last two three years so I've, I know how the rest is uh, is playing and how I can perform with other players from, from my country so now for me it's um, I think we have a successful thing going on so um, then I'll just um, happily switch for one or two weeks with uh, with another Dutch partner and um, then uh, go back to Neil and Neil I take it that uh, you've do you get offered the choice of which other British player you want to play with or has anyone talked to you about Olympic partnerships uh, no, not really. I mean, obviously, there's there's quite a few good British doubles players that I could pick from, or whoever I get put with. Uh, last Olympics, I got I played with Jamie Murray, who who is my old partner. Um, I play well with Daniel Evans in Davis Cup. Um, Joe Salisbury, I've played in the past, won tournaments with. Um, and then you got people like obviously Andy Murray's around, Cam Norrie, uh, Lloyd Glasspool. Um, so there's there's plenty to go around. I just don't know who's going to be signing up for the Olympics. I'm guessing the singles guys will play like Nori, Evans, Andy, Jack Draper. Forgot about him. Um, so the team can only be made up of six. So maybe a couple of singles guys play together and then I get to play with a doubles guy. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, see what the federation think. Um, at the end of the day, I want to play with the best person I can possible to get a medal. Uh, and I'm sure that's what the federation want as well. So... When that time comes around, we'll we'll think about it. Hopefully, we'll sit down as a team and kind of put our ideas together. Um, but yeah, there's still a long way to go, and I'm very um, yeah. Your last question, I'm very happy with Wesley, and I wouldn't um, change just for one week or the season to play with uh, a British guy. Well, well done on the past year. Good luck in Turin, and have a good off season. Thank you very much. Yeah.